Welcome to the Dream Home Movement. We're so pleased that you are joining us tonight. I'm Joe Violetta and I'm in the studio as always with my co-host Tara Vandalite. How are you going tonight? Hello, Joe. Really, really good. I'm kind of excited. I'm always excited, but I'm particularly excited because we have Claudia here from Renovate the Avenue. Hello, Hello. Claudia. Hi. How are you all? Oh, it's so good to actually meet Claudia physically because Claudia and I have been talking on Facebook and Instagram for a while now. Yeah. So um, it is great to actually get together with you and even more better to be able to ask you all these questions about what you're doing with Renovate the Avenue. Yes. Sure. I'd love to answer any of your questions. Absolutely. And we're going to look at what you can um, do to get the most out of your property. So Claudia will take us through that. And if you've seen her Instagram account, you mm. would know that she's well-placed <laughs> to um, give some expert advice on that topic. As always, we've also got our Property Geek Out segment with Tara mm-hmm. and our finance segment with Carl. Take me home to- we have the fabulous Claudia from Renovate the Avenue with us tonight. Hello. Hello. She is a renovation specialist and interior stylist and designer. Claudia helps and guides others with getting the most value out of their property, whether it is getting it ready for sale or increasing um, investment yields. Um, or just making it more livable and more beautiful, <laughs> which if you look at her Instagram, you'll see exactly what we're talking about. So, yeah, so whatever reason Claudia helps to achieve the best outcome through DIY and all budgets. So tell me a little bit, Claudia, what first got you interested in renovation and building? Thanks for the intro, Tara. Very, very nice of you. What first got me interested in renovation and building? Probably when my husband and I bought our first property. It was the smallest block in the smallest estate up in Epping, and it was um, the tiniest house, and we had a say in how it was being built and the colours we were putting in there and the kitchen and and all the the design aspect of it inside and out. Um, We realised that we had a real knack for DIY renovating and also on a small budget um, being young in our first property, um, we realised we added value to that property as well. So we're on to our fourth renovation now. And um, look, we're, we love it. We're very passionate about it. We have a real knack for DIY renovating and, and I love helping others as well. Oh, that's, that sounds really lovely. So you just sort of grew into it, did you? We started yeah. with one project and built That's and right. built and yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. I think you know, kind of need that little bit of success to begin with that first run on the board. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. And I, I think it takes a while to realise um, that you're actually good at something. Yeah. Um, and then you may have some people telling you, "Well, you're really good at that," and and yeah. then you're, you're saying to yourself, "Okay, well, maybe I've got a knack for this." So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's true. Yeah. yeah. If enough people say it, it that's probably right. is. <laughs> so. What are some lessons that you've learnt about renovating and building that you wish you knew way back then? Uh, Having the right outcome in place from the start. So finding the real reason behind why you want to renovate and what are they. So that will will have an impact on your style, the design of the renovation and also your budget as well. So um, the outcomes will differ in style and design along with the budgets. Um, So having a set budget in place and allowing contingency as well, so 10 to 15% of that, because you always come across some sort of surprise in the middle of your renovation that you didn't expect or um, necessarily see from the start. So 
Um, and knowing your limits. So know what to do it yourself, DIY, yeah. and knowing what to leave to the experts as well. So yeah, don't do your own le- electrical. That's no, not. <laughs> please don't. And your plumbing. Um, <laughs> leave that to the experts. Someone yes. that's qualified and licensed. Um, anything you can do it yourself. Any DIY sort of painting and things like that. Mm. You'll save money there. But leave that sort of stuff to the experts. Definitely. And yeah. some jobs aren't yeah. worth doing, are they? They're just that's like right. too messy or yeah. too yeah. labour intensive. Yeah. or you might not have the right equipment for or that's right that's right yeah. just doesn't add up does it yeah exactly yeah. and, pa- and painting is probably the most laborious oh isn't it task, ever ask but um i feel like i've been painting for 15 years yeah. <laughs> it's definitely time consuming and testing yeah so but it will save you a lot of money as well it does and you know i tell you what you really need a good paint job i think i agree i agree don't skimp on quality mm. if you're not going to do a good job don't don't do it no, yeah. no. And, you know, sometimes when you hire a painter, they do a great job. Sometimes they don't. That's right. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes one of my little tricks is I'll get them to do A room. Yeah. And if I'm happy with their work, I'll go, oh, by the way, I need the rest of my stuff. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Mm. That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> What's some tips, um, top tips for getting the most most of your property, most out of your property, whether it's for sale or to increase um, the yield? Uh, so like the, yeah, the rental yield, the yeah. rental yield. Yeah. Or, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. How cool. do you get the most out of your property? What, what so do you think? Mm. Or preparing a property for sale yeah. as well. Having a flow. So starting from your entrance, having the wow factor from yes. from the front door, from from your driveway gate mm. to the front door, and having that flow to the outside. If you do have a backyard as well, yeah. Um, ha- having something that works together quite well and styled. Decluttering. The first thing you're going to do is declutter. Mm. So make sure oh, yeah. you have stuff. Ugh. All over the place. Mm. <laughs> um, keep it clean and simple. Mm. Make sure there's natural light in there as well. Oh, yeah. And, you know, anything you can style in, in your property will make such an impact on oh, yes. prospective buyers. And mm. uh, So blinds, curtains, light mm. fittings, things like that. Um, it's the little things, isn't little it? Things that matter. Make yeah. a huge difference. It makes a huge difference mm. yeah, because, you right. know, you want people to give you that emotional price, don't exactly. you? Mm. The exactly. one that's not quite based on logic. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, for people to fall in love, it needs that extra mm. bit of wow. I really like what you were saying about starting from the front curve. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely. working in woods. Curb appeal is, yeah. is big. Yeah. People yep. forget about curb appeal. It's a first impressions count. So when your prospective buyer comes up to the house and if it doesn't look, if it doesn't look neat and tidy, yep. um, yeah, it's not going to make a good impact on them and, and yourself. So yep. yeah, it's yeah. important. That's some really good points there. I just want to show you that you Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement. We're joined in the studio tonight by Claudia from the Renovate Avenue. Now, Claudia, can you tell us a bit more about your the Renovate Avenue project and how you wish to help others? Sure. Uh, Joe. through my renovation experiences and successes, uh, I've learnt a lot of um, positive outcomes and I've learnt also the mistakes that I've made. So yes. I've learnt from my mistakes. <laughs> and I want to help others and guide others in the renovation and styling process to make their lives easier. Great. And also so they can achieve the best results with their property. So there are a lot of options in the process mm. and um, how to reach a desired goal. 
and I offer one-on-one consulting with guidance and advice. Oh, wow. Okay. On, yeah, on, on steps to take to achieve the best property goals. So I guide my clients to achieve the best results within their budget. So be it a small budget yep. um, or, or larger budget, doesn't matter. Small budgets are a challenge to me and mm-hmm. I enjoy challenges. <laughs> so bring it on. Um, small budgets, look, we, we've achieved some fabulous outcomes just by implementing and sourcing the right products and services. So it just varies for each individual okay. and, and what they expect from their outcome. Yes. And some of the outcomes have um, exceeded the client's expectations, which is fantastic. Wow. And it's just about helping others and getting the most out of their property for whatever reason it is. So, okay. So you could yeah. be, for example, you could have bought a property and you might want to flip it yes. and you can help guide them through that process. Yes. Or you could have bought a, a property and, and it's your family home, but you just it, it you want to make it beautiful space. Yeah, beautiful space yeah. for your family, so you can yeah. sort of take. I wish I yeah. wish I knew when we bought our house <laughs> because we bought it, and I I don't have any sort of design <laughs> background, yeah. Yeah. and I really struggled with because we've got these beautiful. You've seen my floorboards. Yes, I Tara. do love them. They're um Tassie oak. They're beautiful. Beautiful mm. floorboards. Yeah, nice. And it was so important to me that the furniture complemented the floorboards, and it became like this this sort of Tassie oak's hard to match, isn't it? Really? It is. It mm. became this obsession. To the point where I had to almost just let go yep. that it's Tassie oak and just pick the and furniture. Now it's not so bad because there's a lot of sort of lighter coloured oak yes. timber. But yep. back probably when you bought it, there was a lot more darker furniture it, that's not going to look any good with the Tassie oak. Yeah, is the, it? yeah, dark was really in. Mm. So, I, and and I was like, do I need an interior design? Like, who yeah. do I need to help me with this? Yeah. I wish you need I had a Claudia. A yeah, you need a Claudia. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in situations like that, Joe. So when you can't match something up, don't try to match it up. Yep go for something else then. So yeah. the more sometimes you try to match up wood, it ends yes. up, it ends up um, looking like a mismatch. Yes. So yeah. you're better off going with something um, not as close to that. So yeah. it sort of complements mm. the Tassie That's oak. what we ended yeah. up, yeah, we ended up yeah. doing, yeah, just something that really contrasts with yeah, it. That's so, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it was, track, it was really hard. It was, <laughs> yes. I found it very stressful. <laughs> it is. So Claudia yeah. can take that, that stress away and take you all you. the way through the, yeah, sure. the, the project. Wow, that is yeah. so cool. And I love it. Now, so you're taking people through their own projects. Mm-hmm. What about your projects? So what's your next building or renovation yeah. project? Okay. Uh, we're currently about three quarters of the way with our current renovation. Mm-hmm. And we've just submitted plans to the council. So we want to build on the same block. We, caught, we bought a corner block and we want to build out the back there. Oh, lovely. So we've got a big block there. So yeah, we've just... Divide, yeah, yeah and subdivide, So fingers crossed that will keep us busy and we will be owner builder hopefully so great for the wealth generation <laughs> that isn't it yeah. project uh, happening um, mm. but yeah our goal is to live in the renovated property until we finish building um, and hopefully that all goes according to plan so we'll see how we go so how exciting <laughs> yeah good luck with that thank you hopefully those plans go through we've got our fingers crossed thank you so much <laughs> for Joe. you Thanks. now we've got a question that we ask all of our guests yes it's our signature question and it's what does the term dream home mean to you? Yeah, okay. Uh, dream home means to me it's creating a space, a, a home, mm. which is your haven, your mm. space. And it's a space that you come home to and feel happy and peaceful in. It's a space where you can be with your family and friends to create lasting memories. 
that for me is my dream home and my ultimate home for me would be somewhere out in the country lush green gardens yes flowers fruit trees and that a big sounds nice. <laughs> does doesn't it and a big pond with ducks and animals oh, <laughs> oh beautiful that's, that's stephanie nice. alexander's house just <laughs> kick her out yeah. <laughs> so um, animals like a little mini hobby farm or dalesford yeah, mm. any sort of animal. I don't know how the ducks would cope with my dogs, but we'll yeah. sort that out. <laughs> um, but rustic, I love rustic and industrial homes. Mm. Um, Get some designer cows like the three birds. Have you seen the designer cows? No. They're like these little mini cows the size of a very large dog. Oh, so they're at, living yeah. In- you can actually get small miniature cows now. I've oh actually gosh. looked at it. Oh. Apparently they're herd creatures, so you can't just have one. You need two. Oh. <laughs> They'll get lonely if you have just one. Oh. And um, you need a couple of acres. Um, yes. But they're very beautiful looking because they're like these sort of silky, cowy creatures. Which, oh, wow. <laughs> which frolic around on your block and look lovely. I don't know if they do milk or anything, but <laughs> that, um, did you see that on the three birds? Yes, renov- they the- had like a little renovation Instagram. How fabulous wow. is that? And that's very cool. I'll check that one out, Tara. I'll check that one out. That will be the young um, Bonnie's, Bonnie's, you know something or other. <laughs> Miniature cows. Yes, Claudia. If people want to find you, and I strongly suggest. That you have a look at Claudia's Instagram account. It's really beautiful. It is Lots of very really good design beautiful. ideas. Mm, I think a lot you. of what she's spoken about, you know, about breaking it down and making it clear and simple and, yes. you know, starting at the front door and yeah, it's just really an aesthetic that's, um, very good. It's yeah. very, very, very easy to live with and enjoy. Um, so yeah, check it out for a bit of inspo, I think. Yeah, definitely. Mm. So the handle for your Instagram account? The Renovate Avenue. So I'm on Insta and yes. Facebook. Yes. And I have a website, therenovateavenue.com. Great. So please send me a message. I'm getting messages all the time. I love trying Great. to help people with, with their questions. So please just shout out and um, yeah, send me a message. So you got an open virtual door policy. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> lovely. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us this evening. It was an absolute delight to meet you in person i know tara and you've had an ongoing virtual yes, relationship that's right. <laughs> i meet all the best people online yeah for quite some time so yeah we're stoked to have you in tonight did thank a fabulous you so job much. thank you i've enjoyed myself so and much thank you yeah maybe we'll have you back in again another I'd time i'd love that anytime oh, fantastic. thank you <laughs> And we are now at the finance section with Carl. That is where we're at. Who is the expert? Have we found you on the phone, Carl? Yes, I'm right here, Tara. Hi, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. And you? (laughs) Very, very good. We just had Claudia on our show, who's a bit of a renovation superstar. And her latest project is she's, she's renovating her house. And then after that, she'll be doing a subdivision and building... A new house. Oh, wow. So, Carl, what kind of ways could you potentially structure the build of the new dwelling? Okay. Is the new dwelling going to be a investment property or to be sold as an uh, as an owner-occupied property, do you think, Tara? She, she probably wants to keep both options open. open. Um, I can yeah. imagine what she'll want to do is at one stage move into it um, and perhaps then sell the house that she's renovated. 
from a lending perspective, they they probably want to see that that the block where the new dwelling is going to be built on is going to be subdivided. Mm-hmm. They'll want to see some paperwork uh, in relation to that. So a uh, a good conveyance, I should be able to um, help you organise that type of paperwork. Mm-hmm. Secondly, um, they'll want to see. A, uh, it's a so it's going to be a construction loan. So the one going to see a fixed price builders contract. That's correct. Yep. Uh, they'll probably before they start funding the the loan for the construction, mm-hmm. they'll want to see a, a permits from the the local council that's been approved. That's a very good point. Could they yeah. per, could they perhaps you know obviously they can't live in two houses at once. Could they perhaps mm-hmm. use a rental income for from one of the houses to help them? With their lending, yeah. Look, if if servicing is tight, yeah, you can um, provide a bank a rental uh, appraisal from an estate agent mm-hmm. uh, just to confirm uh, an estimated rental income of the new dwelling once it's um, established. Yep. Um, that's one way of doing it. Um, otherwise, the bank will um, send a property valuer um, out. Um, and as part of their property valuation report, they will actually note down what they think um, um, the rental income could be uh, for such a property. Oh, okay. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Oh, that, that, so, that's some, some really good options you've pointed out there. So the value will come out and look at um, how much it's it's going to be. Yep. And, yeah, so it is, it is possible to use some of your um, income from one of the properties as an investment to um, help service the loan? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. It's, it's a very, very common uh, type of uh, loan structure. You know, it's pretty in vogue these days yeah. um, to sort of build more than one dwelling on, on one title. Yeah. But, you know, just depending on, I guess, how you envisage the end game of, of, of that particular property, whether you want to keep it as an investment or sell it further down the track, Probably want to be clear on that so you can structure the loan correctly and you can pitch the how you want the loan structure to the bank so that they get it. Ah, oh, very good. Oh, well, that, that's some really good options and you're very good with that pitching. Ah, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> and can I, can I just say that uh, during the break, Tara and I sprung this topic yes. on Carl. Carl, Carl. Carl works on the fly for us. He's fantastic. <laughs> he had 30 seconds to prep, so um, thank you so much. You did much. very well, Carl. Thank you. Uh, no problems. My pleasure. Always, always a uh, pleasure. Thank you, Carl. It's always a pleasure. I'll catch you next week. No problems. Have a great night. You too. Bye. 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 Coming up next, the Property Geek Out with Tara. Oh, shuffling of papers. That can only mean one thing. It means we're heading into the Property Geek Out segment with yes. Tara. Absolutely. <laughs> lots of content. Lots of p- shuffle pages. <laughs> lots of shuffle pages. <laughs> okay. Tara. Well, I thought I might discuss something um, that comes up a fair bit, how mm. people say they've gone over budget on their oh, um, yeah. renovation or they've gone over budget on their new build. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yes. and, and what they actually mean when they, they say that I've gone over budget. Mm. So, look, I mean, the first thing to keep in mind is there's two types of um, building contracts out there. Yes. Okay? So there's what's called a lump sum or a fixed price building contract, mm-hmm. um, which Carl mentioned is the much easier easier one to get lending for. Yes. Um, but there's also a cost plus 
building contract, which is the cost of the build plus the labour and so on. So there's two types of building contracts. Now, the fixed price building contract is Mm -hmm. um, the more common one. Right. Most, yeah. most, I'd say 90% of, um, building contracts are fixed price building contracts. Mm-hmm. And I, look, my, they're personally, um, from my point of view, usually the better option. Yes. And it's when, um, you have your working drawings sorted out mm-hmm. and you know a lot of your specs as well about what kind of things you want to put in the house or the renovation. Um, and you discuss with different builders um, to come up with a quote, which is of a fixed price. Yes. So it's a known quantity. Now, when you enter into that sort of contract, the price stays the same unless that there's um, some sort of surprise. Like, for instance, there was termites in the roof. The builder could have never have known that. Yeah. And that will obviously, you know, to re- fix that, that will be expensive. It'd be an extra expense. Yes. Um, or maybe, um, yeah, maybe let's say, I don't know, a tornado hit or something yeah. like that. You know, <laughs> look at things. Yeah. So obviously, you know, they're fixed except in extraordinary circumstances. Yes. So to go over budget on a fixed price contract, it's, it's easier to stay within budget with that one because it's a bit of a known quantity. Yes. Um, to go over budget or outside the agreed figure, it can happen if you change your mind during the process right. and the, co- the scope changes mm-hmm. of the project. Another thing that can change the price can be, you know, you had to put in the extra thing or, or something like that. Um, mm. yeah. So a surprise or yeah. if you change the scope, which happens. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Another thing is, um, builders quite often allow provisional sums for items. So a, a, a provisional sum for taps and a provisional mm. sum for tiles and other materials. Now you need to look at those figures carefully and say, does that really reflect what I'm going to want to buy? Right. Because if they're too low, then obviously you'll need to, you know, the budget will increase there. So let's say yeah. so quite often I see people put in um, floor tiles for $20 a square meter. Mm-hmm. Now really you're probably not going to spend $20 a square meter. You've got to spend more like $50 a square meter with tiles. Yeah. Uh, particularly if you want to get yeah, your a custom certain type build. of t- tile. Yeah. You yeah. Want something a bit special. So that, yeah. So you need to look at the provisional sums and, and uh, yeah, look at that carefully. Okay. So cost plus is different. Cost plus is an agreement that you have with a builder and it's the cost of the materials Mm -hmm. and the cost of the Mm labour plus a margin for them. Right. So it's a lot more open-ended. Yeah. It's a lot more open-ended. So, you know, you can set out for it to be one price and it can go up by hundreds of thousand dollars more depending on how things change. Mm. I don't like those contracts as much because I don't feel like people... Uh, planning carefully. Yeah. Okay. I don't feel like they're planned out carefully and you don't want to end up with a half finished house because you couldn't afford to finish. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, when you, when you haven't got a plan, things can get a bit hectic. They can. And go haywire. Yeah. 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 You want to make conscious decisions of where your money's going. Mm. You know, you may definitely want that $3,000 bathtub, but if that means you can't afford you can't afford a laundry anymore. You, yeah. You're going to change your mind on that three thousand dollar bathtub. So I'm not the biggest fan of cost plus contracts. Um, another another place where people go over budget is just by choice. 
Mm. So, so this, this fixed concept of a budget, um, you know, people may go into building a house, um, and they're wanting to build, let's say a $400,000 house, but they want all these extra things. They yes. want the larger deck and they want the larger, they, they, they want the alfresco dining area yeah. and they, and they want, you know, the, the, the nicer, um, concrete driveway and they want the special taps. In those sort of instances, that's not a $400,000 house anymore. That's a $500,000 yeah. house. So, you know, saying that you've gone over budget in that sort of instance, you've gone over what you wanted to spend originally, but, um, it's, it's obviously something that, um, that's been discretionary. Yes. So, yeah. Because you wanted to add value absolutely. to the house. Yeah. It shouldn't be a surprise. I think you knew you were taking extra luxury steps when you were doing yes. them. So is it really over budget or is it just what you really want? Right. So there's a couple of different ways you could go up over budget. You're saying. Mm. So there's the, the lack of planning, yes. the unforeseeable. The unforeseeable. <laughs> events, the... Mm. Um, not budgeting enough for realistically for the materials yeah. or that discretionary where you, you know you're doing it, mm. you know you're spending a bit more than what you budgeted. Absolutely. And I'll tell you one place that people often go over their budget with is mm. in the design phase. So they go to a building designer mm. or an architect and they say, I want four bedrooms, two livings, mm. and make the kitchen bigger, make this bigger, make that bigger. Yeah. Now, they're going to give you what you've asked for. Mm. Okay, they're not going to be necessarily that carefully monitoring the budget. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so what happens is sometimes people go all the way to finish drawings mm-hmm. and then discover that what they've asked for is actually $100,000 more or $200,000 more to build than what they had budgeted. So what I would recommend is in the concept phase, yeah. okay, before you've gone all the way to finish drawings, before you've gone to council permits and all the rest of it, mm. go and have a few conversations with builders. Yep. Okay, they do like to look at finished drawings, but they should, be, if they're interested in fostering a relationship with you, they should be able to look at what you're planning and, and they'll know. They'll go, no, that's a $600,000 build. Mm. Or that's a, that's in the world of 500,000. They can't tell you an exact figure. Yeah. But they can give you in the world of they, they should have a pretty good instinct for that sort of mm. thing because they're looking at it all day long. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. you, you start those relationships with your builders early. Mm. Like, you know, you probably want to be talking to two or three of them. Okay. Um, and start that conversation early. Show them the early concepts, um, and you may change your mind about quite a few things after mm. having a conversation. Mm. And save yourself some heartache. <laughs> so that's Very sage advice. Mm. Absolutely. Well, that brings us towards the end of the show. Yes, Tara, thank you for doing the, uh, presenting the property. <laughs> oh, You're very popular. Yeah. Thank you for presenting the property geek out segment. Now, where can people find you? It's the noise of my life. Yeah. <laughs> so you can find me, um, on Facebook. Um, um, I have a group called, um, Building Dreams Mornington Peninsula. 
So if you search Building Dreams Mornington Peninsula, you'll find our Facebook page. You'll also find our Facebook group. Now, our Facebook group is a really handy local resource. If you want to talk to other people about your renovation project or your building project, if you're buying a house and you want to talk about, you know, bounce ideas about what your improvements are going to cost if you want to do improvements to that house. Even if you just want to say, do I buy this cushion or this cushion yeah, for my couch? Like absolutely. Anything. A lot yeah. of people have admitted to me that they, they're they in the group just to look at people's houses because yep. they're pretty cool. And that is A-OK. That is cool. We, yep. love, we love that stuff. <laughs> so join the group. You can also find me on Instagram. Um, I'm at Tara Loves Building Dreams. That's my handle on Instagram. Um, I'm there getting up to all my Building Dreams adventures. And, yeah, I hope to see you soon. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. It was it a was. pleasure to meet Claudia. Absolutely. It Can't was. wait to see her again. Me too. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We love spending time with you and we hope to chat with you again next week. In the meantime, we hope that your dream home projects are going well and we'll catch up with you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the Dream Home Movement. Wishing you all the best in your projects this week. We would love to chat and hear what you're up to, so please say hi on Facebook and Instagram. We look forward to hanging out with you next week. Catch you soon.